Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Health Discussion. Today I have Luke with me to discuss dementia such as what it is, how it affects the sufferer, treatment options and how you can help to prevent dementia later in life. Hi, I'm so glad to be here. I'm so excited to learn more stuff about dementia that I haven't heard of before. So Luke, how much do you know about dementia? Well, I know that it makes you lose your memory, but that's about it. But I'm sure you'll have much to tell me and I'll have lots of questions to ask you. Okay, good to hear. So let's get started with what dementia is. Dementia is actually a collection of symptoms that occur when the brain is damaged by some diseases or conditions or by a loss of nerve cells and their connections in the brain, which cause effects to the memory, thinking and social abilities, which can cause interference with the individual's daily life. There are many types of dementias, such as the most widely recognized type, Alzheimer's disease. Depending on where in the brain is affected by the damage, different symptoms appear and affect people differently. Dementia is a progressive disease, which means the symptoms can gradually get worse over time, which may impact on the ability to carry out simple tasks and remain independent, but the rate of decline is different for each case. So are there other symptoms of dementia apart from memory loss? Yes, there are many other symptoms that people with dementia can experience. There are cognitive changes, which are changes to the mental action or thoughts, experiences and the senses. Also, which include memory loss, which is usually noticed by a spouse or someone other than the individual. Difficulty communicating to finding words with visual and spatial abilities, such as getting lost while driving, with reasoning or problem solving. Difficulty handling complex tasks with planning and organizing coordination, motor functions, confusion and disorientation. There are also psychological changes such as personality changes, depression, anxiety, inappropriate behavior such as breaking societal or social rules, paranoia, agitation and hallucinations. You mentioned before that there were different diseases that cause dementia. What are these diseases and what differences do the diseases have on the individual? Dementias are often grouped by what they have in common, such as the protein or proteins deposited in the brain or the part of the brain that is affected. Some diseases look like a type of dementia, such as those caused by a reaction to medication or vitamin deficiencies, and they might improve with treatment. That being said, there are also progressive types of dementias that are not reversible, which are the most well-known types of dementia. Alzheimer's disease is the most common and well-known form of dementia. Interestingly, not all causes of Alzheimer's disease are known, but experts do know that a small percentage are related to mutations of three genes which can be passed down from parent to child. Alzheimer's disease patients have plagues and tangles in their brains. Plagues are clumps of proteins called beta-amyloid and the tangles are fibrous tangles made up of tau protein. It's tough that these clumps damage healthy neurons and the fibers connecting them. Vascular dementia is the second most common type of dementia and is caused by damage to the vessels that supply blood to the brain. This can cause strokes or damage to the brain in other ways such as by damaging the fibers in the white matter of the brain. The most common symptoms of vascular dementia include difficulties with problem solving, thinking, focus and organization. These tend to be more noticeable than the memory loss symptoms in this case. There is also Lewy body dementia 
Lewy bodies are abnormal balloon-like clumps of proteins that have been found in the brains of people with Lewy body dementia. Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's disease this is also one of the more common types of progressive dementia where common signs and symptoms include acting out one's dreams in sleep, visual hallucinations and problems with focus and attention, as well as uncoordinated or slow movements, tremors or rigidity known as Parkinsonism. Frontotemporal dementia is a group of disease characterized by the breakdown or degeneration of nerve cells and their connections in the frontal and temporal lobes of the brain. The areas of which are generally associated with personality, behavior, and language. These therefore create the symptoms that affect behavior, personality, thinking, judgment, language, and movement. And finally, there's also mixed dementia, where studies have shown that the brains of people aged 80 and older we had dementia indicate that many had a combination of several causes such as the aforementioned types of dementia. Wow, I didn't realise there were so many types of dementia, all affecting different areas of the brain. Especially with vascular dementia and memory loss not being the biggest symptom of that dementia. How many people in the UK suffer from dementia? Yeah, there are it is anticipated that by 2025, this number will rise to 1 million cases. One in six of those aged over 80 will develop dementia but 40,000 people living with dementia are younger than 65 years old. Dementia costs the UK an estimated 26 billion per year despite 6,700,000 family carers providing the equivalent of 11 billion of care a year according to the Alzheimer's Society. In a large acute hospital trust, it is estimated that one in four patients could have dementia. That's an unbelievable number. Seeing as dementia is progressive, does this mean that an early diagnosis of the disease is vital in getting the individual treatment to stop it from progressing faster? When should someone who thinks they have symptoms of dementia go see a doctor? It is very important to get an early diagnosis. The person should go to see a doctor as seeing as symptoms are noticed. As some treatable medical conditions can cause dementia symptoms, so it is important to determine the underlying cause. Although dementia cannot be cured, there are treatment options available in some cases to allow the individual to stay as independent as they can for as long as they can. A diagnosis will allow the individual to have an explanation of the symptoms, access to treatment, advice and support, and an opportunity to adjust treatment to slow the progression of the disease and minimize the effects of the dementia on the individual. Some of the symptoms that are common in dementia are also symptoms of depression, so it can be vital in making sure the individual gets the right diagnosis and the right treatment. Seeing as memory loss isn't the only symptom of dementia, does this mean that the disease has more of an impact on the individual's life? I've heard that it can make people more aggressive or irritable in some cases. That's true. Some individuals with dementia can become more angry and irritable and it can also cause feelings of isolation, fear, embarrassment and depression. The disease can be very complex and unpredictable, making it hard for loved ones to care for someone with dementia, which is why getting support for both loved ones and the sufferer themselves is very important. Another impact would be an impact in their lifestyle as they may find that they cannot work and there is a reduction in time with friends and family or even a loss of social interaction. 
What are some ways that someone can prevent getting dementia and what are the risk factors? Is there any current research into a cure for dementia? Current research indicates that a healthy diet and lifestyle may lower your chances of getting dementia. Exercising regularly, avoiding fatty foods, not all quitting smoking, drinking alcohol in moderation and keeping physically, mentally and socially active into old age may also help to reduce the risk of dementia. Ensuring you get enough vitamins is also vital to make sure your body has what it needs to keep itself healthy. As for risk factors, there are some that can and cannot be changed. These include age as the risk of developing dementia rises as we age, especially after the age of 65. However, dementia can occur in younger people and is not a normal part of aging. Family history is also a factor as having a history of dementia in your family put you at a greater risk of developing the condition. However, many people with family history never develop symptoms and many people without a family history do. There are tests available to determine whether you have a certain genetic mutation, also having Down syndrome and being in middle age puts you at higher risk. As many people with Down syndrome in their middle age and develop early onset dementia, the risk factor you can change are in the lines with ways that you can prevent dementia such as keeping a good diet and upkeep of exercise, keeping alcohol used to moderation and sticking to guidelines, keeping your cardiovascular risk low by keeping your blood pressure down, lowering your cholesterol levels and the build up of fat in your artery walls and staying away from obesity. Depression is also a not yet well understood factor but later like depression may indicate the development of dementia. There is currently no cure of dementia but there are a number of drugs that can help in temporarily alleviating the symptoms or slowing the progression of certain types of dementia but because dementia is caused by different diseases it is unlikely that there will be a single cure for dementia. There is research aimed at finding cures for dementia causing diseases such as Alzheimer's disease and vascular dementia. So far research has been put into stem cells to gain an insight into how the damage to the brain begins and how it might be halted and how they can be used for treatment in very early stages. Immunotherapy is also being researched into benefits for dementia. So when someone is diagnosed with dementia, what can their loved ones do to care for them? And what can doctors do for them? And is there any point in trying to keep someone independent if they're just going to lose it one day anyway? There's all the reasons to keep someone as independent as possible for as long as possible to give them access to their dignity and right to choose their care. It can also give them a sense of normality and familiarity which will keep them calm and relaxed which may not be the case if they were put straight into assisted living or a care home. A sufferer's family should understand the reasons why their loved one may be acting differently or why they are exhibiting signs of distress but are not able to communicate why. They must learn to be patient with them as they may struggle to explain why they are in distress. They can also help in getting their loved one to support centres or getting support for themselves to allow them to be educated in helping with caring for their loved one and allow them to have a safe place for when it gets hard. 
A support center for the sufferer can allow them to feel less isolated as they can see others around them who are going through similar experiences and they can gather and share their feelings or information for someone with dementia to help them to understand their condition more and help them come to terms with the changes they are experiencing, especially when they start to lose their independence.